1978, I was quite the spectacle visiting India. White eyelet prairie dress, shorts when I could get away with them, Farrah Fawcett bangs. I must have seemed as alien to India as she seemed to me. A mystical land filled with strange fruits and fauna, sights, smells, and customs. At age 14, I felt a disconnection there visiting my relatives, especially the women and girls who I thought lacked the freedom to express themselves and enjoy the pleasures of modern life. Freedoms I thought I had. During my 2001 journey to India with my husband, I experienced that Indians loved Americans. They loved us, and they thought we were all rich. While touring an ancient monument, I lost my prescription sunglasses. Our guide, searching with me, asked, how much did they cost? I told him, and he said, if I were dying and needed to go to the hospital for treatment that cost the same as your glasses, I would die. The very next year, I joined the First Unitarian Church of Annapolis and started my racial justice learning journey, beginning to see my life and the world in new ways. And last spring, I found myself in New Delhi again, riding along streets clogged with cars, motorcycles, and scooters. Pollution and dust blurring my sight through the hot, heavy air. Twenty-somethings walking along in business attire, smartphones clutched at their ears, cars jamming the exit for one of the 13 area malls, complete with Chanel and Ray-Ban, sushi and pasta. We stopped at a traffic light and three children darted through the maze toward our car, one with her eyes ablaze, her skin and hair streaked with dirt. Her outstretched hands were cupped in front of me, and she begged through the closed window, please, please, ma'am, please. Construction cranes stood guard over half-built glass and steel buildings, and hidden behind a wall at ground level was a shantytown for the workers who built them. Those who brought the chai and made the samosas for the corporate meetings of high-tech multinationals. India had changed, but so too had I. I felt a dissonance. India was growing and yet heading toward a certain cat catastrophe, I felt, in human flourishing. I felt stronger and more sure of my own identity, but more confused than ever of how I can be in partnership and in action, aware that I was tightly connected to the powerful force of a spiritual, my spiritual ancient culture, and a modern hegemony that uses me at the same time it provides me comfort. Everything I saw left me with questions. On this most recent journey to India, I could hear my extended family share my confusion as they brought up their concerns. Is growth good? 
Who is it serving? Who is losing? Where are we headed? What is our role in changing it? Back at the traffic light, my cousin rolled down the car window, separating us from the begging children. She folded her hands in a namaste and said in Hindi, Mene mafi mangne. I beg forgiveness. Come, let us worship together.